into the contest. It's Thursday the 24th of February. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, are you hitting the road? I am, Timmy. I'm off to Wollongong. My middle daughter, Abby, um, and her mm. one of her best friends, Charlotte, they've got their uh, Catholic uh, netball uh, basketball trials on, uh, on Friday. So it also coincides with my dad's 72nd birthday, the great Bob Lee. So, Big Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's turning 72. So we'll go down. The great thing, dad has beer on tap at his house, so... It doesn't take much of an effort for me to get down there, that's for sure. Oh, I'm looking forward to the invite. Uh, <laughs> pass our love on to Bobby. A very, very happy 72nd birthday to him. Now, we have a charity auction running for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation who raise funds for important cancer research, as we know. There's some amazing things to buy. There's that cricket bat signed by the Australian cricket team. Of course, they head off to Pakistan on Saturday. Now, this signed bat was from the 2019 Ashes Tour in the United Kingdom. Afternoon sport com forward slash auction is the place to go. And with that, we're going to talk about Marcus Harris. He could fill a new role in Pakistan after uh, Ashes axing. Will Pukowski, he wants to keep on playing. And Alexander Zverev, what about this blow-up? Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks... Well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Maine Hair Care. Oh, Maine Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Marcus Harris, uh, Shane, look, he, he got start after start over the summer, then eventually the... Uh, the runs that Usman Khawaja got in Sydney just became too mm. much. It looks like he's going to get a, a start here in Pakistan. Well, potentially. It depends on how the middle order goes, Timmy. If, if there's some failures mm. there, they're saying they could potentially slip into the middle order. I, I don't see why we'd even be talking about this. This, this guy is a specialist opener. Um, he scored a couple of 50s too in the Shield game since um, he, him being dropped in the Ashes. But, look, he's not a great player of spin. That's one of the reasons why he probably opens the batting in the first place. So, look, yes, um, we have to be flexible. And don't forget Shane Watson sort of started in the middle order and up going up to opening the batting. We didn't have the right sort of balance uh, on an Ashes trip many years ago. So, look, uh, players' roles can change, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. They should be picking specialists in their specialist batting positions. He ran into a couple of the Aussie cricketers the other day at a golf course, and uh, yeah, they're all heading off uh, to Pakistan on Saturday. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? We haven't toured there for, for 25 years. It's It can be challenging, can't it? It be a challenging place to visit. It's a very challenging place. So I went there in 1996, and um, yes, it's very, very different to here, of course, and uh, but they are fanatical. Um, fingers crossed the players will be safe there. Um, I'm sure that Cricket Australia and the Pakistan Cricket Board are putting all measures in place to make sure the players are safe. Um, uh, I remember when Trevor Bayliss was the uh, Sri Lankan coach over there and their bus was mm. um, uh, pulled over during and, and shot at during a, on, on the way to a cricket match. So um, it hasn't been a, a match there since. So hopefully the players are safe and there'll be some really, really good cricket played. They will be testing conditions. 
uh, and our players will be put right um, to the end of their wits uh, by the, just the, the physical heat and, and the long days in the field. So they're going to have to play well, but uh, it'll be very rewarding if they do win over there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Will Bukowski wants to keep playing. Of course he does, um, but I just don't think it's going to come down to his decision. His medical team are now meeting with Creative Australia's medical team, and they'll make a decision uh, in the coming weeks. But of course, as a young player, um, you're fearless, aren't you? And you and you want to go on. You think, yeah, you'll be right, and and there won't be any um, uh, percussions down the track. But yeah, I, I think uh, I think his days are numbered on the cricket field, to be honest. And that's the problem. It's what happens down the track, isn't it? And we're yeah. seeing this with with athletes right around the world after you know concussions that uh, weren't monitored or, or, or weren't looked after. So yeah, he's in a precarious position. We feel for him. Pakistan cricketer Harris Ralph. What about this? He, he, look, he appeared to slap a teammate <laughs> after the dropping of a catch. Now I've seen some things. I've seen some yelling and screaming, but the slap. <laughs> I totally agree to me. I was thinking exactly the same thing. I've seen guys blow up and, and, and physically, um, I should say verbally abuse you, but I've never seen someone give you a good old-fashioned slap across the face. He did that to um, Graham Goulam, who, who dropped a catch. He came into the huddle and he just absolutely gave him one across the cheek. And um, he was unfazed by it, to be honest, and just sort of went back in for another cuddle. So there's definitely a bit of a hierarchy in that team, but uh, you shouldn't be hitting your players across the face, even if, even if they do drop a, a sitter. Went in for a cuddle. It's like, uh, <laughs> what would have happened if he dropped another catch? <laughs> Can you remember any, uh, like in, in, in all the cricket you played, any ridiculous reactions by people? Some, some are more passionate than others. Yeah, Stewie McGill was always one who would just absolutely lose it on the field and um, he would get really, really angry. Not, not necessarily at um, the players or the umpire, more at himself. Um, he used to really uh, sort of implode. So, yeah, but uh, we'd often sit back and have a bit of a giggle to ourselves. Sometimes those things can make the day go a bit faster. Oh, yeah. Look, even when he got all those wickets in the ashes, and I and years later I was doing radio shows with him and, I, and I'd asked him um, – like he looked angry when he was getting wickets, you know. Like he was taking five for a six. For, he was, oh, you know, just the way I roll. Like he's chucking the ball down, and he just uh, he didn't like smiling. He didn't like umpires much either, did he? He didn't. Um, he just said the umpires were there to hold his hat and count to six. <laughs> so there you go. Well, the great Stewie McGill. Um, so what about um, what about Pakistan? Do you, do you think that the Australian cricket team will win over there? It's uh, it's a difficult task, as we mentioned before, difficult place to tour, and it's a good Pakistan team. It's a very good Pakistan team, um, and they bowl very well when they reverse swing the ball. The The big glaring holes, I think, in our Aussie team are uh, at the top of the order. I think Kawaja yeah. um, and Warner, I think they need to bat really well. When Australia's done well in the subcontinent in the past, openers score big runs um, yeah. because that's the best time to bat against the new ball. Um, but we've got Mitchell Swepson and um, and Lyon, who's coming towards the end of his career. But Swepson's going to be, you know, playing his first series um, against really really good players to spin. So it's going to be really hard for him. Cummins and and Hazelwood and Stark will do a, a really good job, but it's going to come down to the spinners to get big wickets, and have, they have to do that do that in the second innings. And that's it. You can only bowl so many overs yep. when you're a fast that's bowler right. playing in the subcontinent because yep. conditions are oppressive. Now, what about this bloke in Victoria? Um, this was ordinary, wasn't it? Oh, mate. Oh, in the grade cricket? Grade cricket. So the, the man-cad is in the rules. It is legal, but it's always been sort of deemed not great sportsmanship. Well, this guy in the second grade final, I think it was, man-cadded two batsmen. He tried to get two more as well. 
So I don't know how many how many times he's running in and not bowling this bloke, but he's I can't oh, I'm, I won't man. even mention his name because I think it's a disgraceful act. So, um, but yeah, to to get two man cads, uh, the opposition weren't happy at all. They're they're only chasing something like 140, so he's gone in with two man cads and tried to get two more. So. Yeah, it's pretty ordinary sportsmanship, I think. There's lots of rules in lots of sports that should never be used, and Mancat's mm. one of them. I remember in an MCS grand final, I think it was right oval uh, at school, and uh, we had two players Mancat it. It was ridiculous, oh. absolutely absurd. Inside the rules, but they should never be used. All right, stay with us because we've got plenty more. We've got NRL, we've got AFL, we've got NBA all on the way. Alexander Zverev, have you seen anything quite like this on a tennis court? There's, there's obviously blow up after blow up. John McEnroe was extraordinary at it. Kyrgios is pretty good. But Zverev, he's been booted from a tournament for what can only be described as a, a violent attack on an umpire. Appalling. Absolutely appalling. And forget kicking him out of the tournament. He, he should be banned from about six or seven tournaments, the next six or seven tournaments. Um, there's one thing, as you said, Timmy, yelling verbal abuse. But he got his tennis racket and he hit the umpire's chair, just missing his foot twice, like really aggressively, just not on. Um, there's kids watching that. The sponsors involved. Tennis is in such a, I think, in a really good place after the Australian Open. And guys like this are just can destroy it in, in a heartbeat. So he, he should be he should be banned for six or seven games, I reckon. I've seen some weird injuries, but John Millman over there in Mexico, this was extraordinary. Um, just, you know, it all seemed so path of the course, just get the ball back, get ready to serve, get ready to play, and then a ricochet, bang, straight up into his eye. Yeah, well, I don't know if you've ever been hit in the eye with a tennis ball, Timmy. They're, they're, they're quite furry, um, and it really mm. does hurt. And, it's, and this looked very innocuous, but um, clearly it, it's really got him. His, his eye was fully open, and the scratching of the ball on his um, actual eyelid must have really, really hurt. So, um, yeah, a really funny one, and... Uh, He's he's been in good form too, John Millman at the moment. So he'd be disappointed with that. Now rugby league, Kevin Walters. It, we know he's under the microscope. He's got Adam Reynolds there at halfback this year. They, look, they got a very good forward pack. They they obviously need to fill a few holes out wide. But if they were to make the eight, that would be an extraordinary performance for them, I think. But uh, he is already being questioned for going a little tough on the Sandhills over the summer months. Well, the senior players have had to pull him aside and say that they're physically fatigued um, and yes you should be physically fatigued early in, for in the season but yeah it's a bit hard if you if you can't even think about facing up to the first match um, so there's a balance there so he's had to ease off a little bit but uh, yeah he's, he's obviously trying to put his stamp on the game that's the sort of player he was he went hard trained super hard mm. um, but once again that sort of style is not for everyone um, yes you want to bring your team together and and make it work hard as a unit but uh, they've got to be ready to go first game and, and not feel like they're uh, being through 15 rounds with Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, now just uh, just on the AFL quickly, I know you're a big Swans man. How do you think Buddy will go? How do you think Buddy Franklin will go? It seems like he's had uh, a good off-season and he he had a flickering moments of his brilliance last year, didn't he? He did. And um, and if you look away the, the way that this, um, the AFL do it too, the Swans in particular – he has a very, very different preseason program to the rest of the guys. It's obviously not as hard. He's older. Um, he has different mm. requirements. I, I think he'll start the season really well. I'd love to see him kick the, the five goals to get him to 1,000 in the first game. That would be wonderful. It would take the pressure away. 
Um, there's nothing worse yeah. when this can linger on for six or seven matches and you know, the whole team's sort of just waiting to get that sort of milestone out of the way. But uh, look, I, I think he'll have a good season. He's a great footballer. He did some really good things last year. And the fact that the Swans have a lot of options around him too now um, takes a bit of pressure off of him. So I think that I'll bring the best out of him. Yeah, he's a colossus. And look, yep. I, I really, I've said it before here, I really like the guy. So I wish him an enormous 2022. Now talk about superstars. LeBron James struggled to keep it together for <laughs> awkward <laughs> that awkward Macy Gray anthem at the All-Stars. This was, this was hard to watch. Well... I've personally been um, standing out in the middle of a cricket field when someone sang the national anthem many times, and it is a great moment. And occasionally you get someone who tries to do their real own unique spin or version of the national anthem. I think the national anthem should be sung as close to the original as it um, um, as was originally sort of constructed. But Macy Gray, yeah, she was she did a really out there version of the Star Spangled Banner. And he couldn't stop laughing himself. <laughs> he was losing it. It was a, it was a weird version, so, and she made some weird choices. Oh yeah, I know. And it's like, you know, it's, the national anthem's one of those things, isn't it? Like uh, uh, you're sort of you're hoping everyone's standing, everyone's quiet, and it's like, yeah, sometimes yep. it doesn't quite work out that way. <laughs> now, what about the Beckhams? They're never far from a headline, and uh, uh, their their son David and and Victoria's son. Um, there's a fair bit of publicity around uh, him. Uh, and this revealing shoot. Well, I don't see anything wrong with this. Uh, Brooklyn is 17 years old. Um, he is mm-hmm. a, a wannabe model. And, um, yeah, uh, both David and Victoria posted these shots. They're, they're proud parents. Uh, and the backlash on it saying it's inappropriate because he's only 17. He's got his shirt off. Well, you know, he, he's, he's almost a man, isn't he, I suppose. And um, it, it, there was nothing untoward, I don't think, in the photos at all. So yeah, I think let's move on. It's just a tall poppy syndrome, I think. Yeah, if I had a six-pack rather than a keg, I'd probably do it myself. Um, back- you'd show up to work with a shirt with that shirt on. Oh, yeah, well, I've done it before. That scared a few people. Um, the, the, the Super Netball. Look, Netball's tried to ignite itself over the years, hasn't it? Tried to get itself on Broadway. Uh, it looks like a, like a big new TV deal. Um mm. Can it get there? It's such a high-participation sport. It just seems to lack something uh, when it comes to just going that extra mile, getting that extra level of prominence. Yeah, I, I think it can get there, and I think it's almost there, Timmy. Um, every uh, a Super Netball match will be shown live on Foxtel and KO this mm-hmm. year, which is fantastic. They have a full commentary team in place now. Um, with a lot of ex-players being involved in that. They have a show off the back of it. Um, so yep. Netball is here. It's here to stay. Uh, and the crowds during those matches as well last year were packed. So, um, yeah, Netball's on the up. We, we, we've always known it has a massive participation rate amongst the girls and some boys now. Um, but it's it's really uh, it's really starting to, to um, prosper. And um, the girls are getting paid well too. And this will only help their pay as well, getting a, a decent TV deal. Yeah, well, let's hope so, because it is a cracking game. Mm. I do watch, uh, you know, those games, Australia and New Zealand uh, are the zenith, a bit like uh, the Wallabies and, uh, of course, taking on the All Blacks. Now, I'm sure plenty of time. Well, what, what position were you, Timmy, in netball? In netball, I was more your gold attack, um, more your gold attack than uh, anything else. I remember there was a front page story on the Golden Post <laughs> with me in a skirt. It's got to be around somewhere. It was ridiculous. With a big C on your chest? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, on my forehead. <laughs> Um, anyway, 
<laughs> I digress. Uh, I think a great idea one day would be, and we wish Bobby uh, Bobby Lee a very happy birthday. Mm. One day we'll have to do afternoon sport around his bar and sink a couple of schooners. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure in the backyard when you were playing there, there was you know obviously there was lots of Lee, so there was. Shane Court, Brett Bowl Grant and so on, and maybe even Bobby came in and got a couple of wickets. But there was a charity match where it was a leathon. It was, mate. We uh, we played a, a fundraiser for the Mossman Career Club oh, probably about three or four years ago now. Mm. Um, I was bowling off spin at the time, and I was bowling to Brett, and my youngest brother Grant was fielding on the fence uh, down towards the markets there at Allen Border Oval. And uh, and Brett, of course, tried to hit me for six, and I, I held the ball back a little bit, Timmy. And uh, so it was uh, B Lee bowled S Lee caught G Lee down the down the down the fence. So it was um, Grant and I did have a good laugh, and we still remind Brett of that uh, often. So um, yeah, it was good fun. Yep, all three Lees involved in in one um, in one play. Yeah, the only Lees missing were Yendel and Lionel, and maybe even Bruce. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, our fantastic producer, Dan McHugh. We're back on board tomorrow to do it again. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.